Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Vice President of the Author Incubator, Jen McRobbie. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Today is December 15th, and it's a big day for the Author Incubator because we just launched 11 new authors into the world. Um, Welcome to Book Journeys Radio. Here we get to speak to accomplished authors who have already launched their books and who have gone on to make a difference in the world. Today's author is Elizabeth Suarez. She's a speaker, trainer, facilitator, and executive coach. She's the author of The Art of getting everything. Welcome, Elizabeth. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you could join me on the show today. So I don't know if you remember your launch, but we we just, like I said earlier, we just launched 11 new people today. Do do, do you remember what that felt like? It felt very great. It was September 1st, (laughs) but of course I remember. (laughs) Look at that, September 1st, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, it was September 1st, and I remember it uh, like it was yesterday. It goes by too quickly, though. It does, doesn't it? Well, before we get too far into what you've been doing since September 1st, can you please tell the listeners what your book is about and who it's for? Sure. My book is about how to get everything in life from a perspective of negotiating correctly. But the main thing here is that there's three ingredients you have to take into account. We normally, when we're trying to think about negotiation, many of us are thinking the first thing we think about is work, career, our profession. And then after that we do, oh, yeah, we have a balanced life. I also take care of my family. But the third Uh, ingredient we really don't think of is ourselves. And that's an ingredient that even males don't think about it. So this book is written mainly for the professional individuals that have worked very hard to get to where they're at from ages 22 and above. And all of a sudden they're trying to balance everything and they forget about self. And by forgetting Mm. about self, they start just making decisions. And when they're making decisions, you say, well, what about this? They're like, don't worry about that. I'll worry about that when I decide to get married in my 30s. Their 30s come like, you know what, I I won't worry about that. I'll worry about that in my 40s. And before they know it, they are in their 30s. They are in their 40s. They are in their 50s. And then what? What did you spend your time doing? So that, that's what my book is all about. It's basically I take uh, a different clients that I've worked with as an executive coach and also as a mentor and relay their stories and how they got to where they are right now by thinking about themselves. My, I always tell this to every client of mine. They're like, when was the last time you got on a, on a plane? What did they tell you when you were buckled up on the plane? If we lose cabin pressure masks are going to come out of the ceiling. Put, place your mask first on you, and then you can help your child or anybody next to you. So it's like you have right. to take care of yourself first. You know, but I think we feel like just sort of as a society, don't we feel like, you know, getting your job settled is taking care of yourself? 
That's what we think, but many times is <laughs> I have had many clients that they always wanted to be the vice president of something. They got there, and they're totally unfulfilled. And I sit there and I do, but isn't this what you wanted? That's what I thought I wanted. But you know what? I'm lonely, or you know what? I'm bored, or you know what? I am not happy. And that's where people, we do not take the time to answer difficult questions about what is it that we want. Is it really just that title? Is it really just to take care of our kids? I mean, I see it a lot with women, uh, professional women that basically focus on their kids and everything, and their kids get into high school, and all of a sudden the kids are ready to go, and they're like, I feel an emptiness. Obviously, you're going to feel an emptiness, but they literally (laughs) become paralyzed because all they have now is work. Wow. Yes. So that that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't sound very fulfilling to just have work, does it? I know, I know, or just have my family. It's work and my kids, work and my husband. Well, right. you know what? I mean, try to think when you are, if you're married or you have a spouse or you have a partner and you have kids as well, think about how many Saturdays, once you have been together for so many years and now the kids are older and everything, how many Saturdays have you sat there and you do, wow, so the kids are doing this, my partner's doing this, and what am I doing? Oh, cleaning, great. <laughs> that, that I mean, it, it's eye-opening. It's really eye-opening about what what is it that you want to do for yourself. And I'm not saying that you do not have to clean on weekends or whatever, but it's basically saying what else do you have in your life that fulfills of you course. as a person. No, that's that's amazing. And and I know you've been helping people with this idea for many years, but what brought you to wanting to write a book about it? It, it was interesting. I've always thought about writing a book. I started my career in corporate America as an engineer and an MBA and went, and went up the ranks and everything. And one day I just woke up and I said, I can't take this anymore. Uh-huh. And I was working for a huge corporation and they said, and I was, tra- I was basically moving across the country different from the East Coast to the Midwest to back to the West Coast, back to the East Coast, back to, I mean, I just got to a point that basically they said the company, I was then at Denver, and I'm still here at Denver, Colorado, and the company said, you know what, we acquired you, so now we need you to move back to Philadelphia, and I literally looked at the individual and said, no, they're like, (laughs) you don't like Philadelphia, you lived there before, I said, no, I'm not moving. And I still vividly remember walking into my house, looking at my husband and saying, "Um, I just walked away from a job and I don't have a job because I don't want to move. And I remember my husband just looking at me and doing, is there a strategy? I said, no, there's no strategy. I'll figure this out. (laughs) I mean, I still, that was uh, 13 years ago, 13, 14 years ago. And since then, I basically reinvented myself, uh, became an alternative dispute resolution strategist. And with that field, I became very much of a business coach as well as a strategist of helping employees, helping organizations, and helping individuals facilitate what they want and reaching their goals and their strategies. And then by doing that, um, I came to realize that people were asking me the same questions over and over again because I would do it first for a corporation and then I would do it individually no matter the level, if it was an executive level to management level. They were asking me the same questions, and at the end of the day, it came out to the well-roundedness. What do I really want? And to know what I want, what is it that I have to negotiate for? 
Mm. So that's what this, I decided I need to write a book, and people kept on saying I need to write a book, and that's when I came across Author Incubator, and I'm very diligent and very much like an engineer, so it really helped me to join them and basically have a time frame and have a mold that basically push me to writing this book because I have right. been writing this book for years. I, I won't lie to you. I've been trying. <laughs> You've been living been this through. book, right, Elizabeth? Yeah, but I even I even wrote some stuff throughout. I mean, the other day I came across a journal and said, "Oh, this is part of the book I wanted to write," and I never did it. So oh wow! Having, yeah, so having the structure, and I had forgotten about that journal. That's how how we live life. We forget. We get involved in stuff, and we forget. And basically, that's what happened. And now that I was able to get on a project, time frame, you know, uh, responsibilities, deadlines, and I won't lie to you, I complain through the entire time, <laughs> the entire time. That it was too harsh. That it was I love your honesty. That I needed more time. I complain. I was never happy through the entire 16 weeks. I was never, never happy. But now that the book is done, and now I'm working with my publisher to take it print and to take it to bookstores, and it won't come out until October of 2017. Now I just sit back and I do. Oh, now the fun begins. So yes. that's that's where I'm happy. So I, I want to just reiterate that for our listeners who are who are terrified of doing the work of writing a book, you can complete a book and be successful even when you complain about it the entire time. <laughs> Elizabeth is evidence. Yeah, and even if you think you're not a writer, I still to this day say I'm not a writer. And my husband laughs. Huh? He goes, "You, you wrote a book." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Like, we, I at least, had this perception that being a writer is the person that sits in the corner of her house or his house and starts just writing stuff. No, how I wrote this book, it's like, okay, on Tuesday, I dedicate 3 to 5. On Monday, I dedicate, you know, 10 p.m. to to midnight. I I was writing the book after everybody in my household would go to bed. That's when I wrote my book. The best hours were from 10 to, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and... Basically, I have to admit it, I did not sleep that much because I would have to wake up in the morning and do my work. But one day a week, I would just sleep 12 hours and start all over again. So with writing, you know, after basically living your life during the day, did you have a hard time focusing? No, because you know what I did and I got, when I got ready for the, this podcast, I thought, okay, what got me at 10 o'clock at night to open my laptop and start writing? Yes. I actually followed with, I, I went everywhere with my phone, with my iPhone, and I have a little app that lets you record. So I would record stuff throughout the day as I went into a meeting, as I uh, answered emails, like whatever I felt that day. I will record it, and then I would listen back to it and take notes. And mm. I did that every day. That's how it started at 10 o'clock at night. I would just take notes, and I would have a piece of paper that it was all the notes I took. So as I went through the process of writing the different chapters, because I had the end line and what were the questions I was answering, I was like, I don't know how to answer that question. I will go back to that document that had no organization. It was just my notes <laughs> of my thoughts. Right. 
and go through my life, those 16 weeks of saying, oh, yeah, that came to mind. And then that would make me remember or think about something I did with a client beforehand. So that's how I did it. That was my way of doing it. Waiting for the 10 p.m. appointment I had with my laptop to write a note, I would have never written anything. I mean, literally at 10 p.m., I would just listen, get my earbuds on my phone and, like, just type up what I, you know, dictated and then go and start writing. So that's you how made I did it, it. You made it a bit of a ritual, it sounds like, and I, and I mm-hmm, think that really mm-hmm. worked for you. And the reason I did that is because I'm very much into planning, and I also get distracted easily. I'm not going to mm. lie to you. I literally have to admit <laughs> to you. I would get on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter immediately if I would start writing at 2 p.m. or 10 a.m. But at 10 p.m., Denver time, the East Coast is asleep, which the majority of the people that follow me are East Coast. Denver, they're starting to, like, settle down, and I was ignoring California. But basically, and a lot of the people in, uh, in Europe, and I know several people in Europe, were waking up, so they weren't as active on Facebook. So I realized from 10 p.m. to, like, 12.30 p.m., um, uh, you know, a.m., uh, mountain time, Facebook will go, you know, quiet, and there was really nothing on TV. So I couldn't divert my attention to something else. And everybody in my family was sleeping, including the dogs. And That's so amazing. That was it. That's, yeah. it's, so, it, it, it's so smart that you worked, you know, within your own parameters like that. I think so many of us try to just shoehorn ourselves into someone else's plan, you know, someone else's way of writing. And I think that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people don't finish their books. And that's why I appreciate this author incubator because, yeah, they had the formula, but basically I was able to take the formula and mold it to what I needed to be mm. molded to. Yeah, so, I mean, you, no, you really can't. Not... That, that's an amazing, it's an amazing tool to have at your disposal. Exactly. So I had the very structure approach that I needed and the deadlines and the calendar and the you need to do mm-hmm. this by this. And, but then I basically structured my life with how I thought I could be structured with the least amount of, um, you know, of distractions possible. And it was at 10 p.m. that I had to start and realize <laughs> I will only sleep five hours and wait until Sunday when I can sleep 12 hours. And my family knew that, and my family was very good about it. They would not bother me on Sunday. They would not wake me up or anything. They were like, no, you know, mommy has to, you know, catch up on her sleep. And basically I was going on five hours sleep, I can tell you that. Right. (laughs) I love, though, that what you – you put into practice what you teach, Elizabeth, because it sounds like what you teach is firm boundaries and learning to establish our boundaries. And you set that up with your writing, with yourself, with your family, and lo and behold, you're now a published author. Yes, with Jess, and I'm very excited <laughs> to see next year when the book comes. So I'm right now in the middle of choosing the covers for the printed copy. So Ooh, that's my, exciting. Yeah, 
It is exciting because the cover I used for the um, ebook was fine for the ebook, but uh, my publisher, uh, Morgan James, basically wants to take it more national. And since I'm a national speaker, you know, they were, they're saying it has to have bold colors. It has, it's like ah. assuming it's going to go into Barnes & Noble. It can't yes. be soft. <laughs> it has to be bold and everything. So looking at those uh, covers and seeing which one to pick and everything. So to, today I decided I'm going to put it on Facebook and see who, you know, get a tally going and see who what people choose. <laughs> oh, that's super exciting. What was mm-hmm. your favorite part with them? Is this your favorite part, picking out the covers and everything, or was it? What? Actually, my my favorite part was, I have to admit it, at the end when I started um, reading what I had written. Because and with the author oh. incubator, they're like, just do chapter one, okay, put it aside, chapter two, put it aside, and everything. So once it was put all together... And then I had to do the major edit and everything. That's when that was my favorite part. I was like, oh, oh my God, I got something done. <laughs> You're like, wow, like, this I, isn't complete crap. <laughs> exactly. Like I had close to 100 pages of stuff. Oh, my God. My, my book was done with the intent of somebody getting on a plane in New York City and traveling to L.A. and just reading it on the ride over to L.A. And then when they get in down one in L.A., get up. And one sitting, when they got off in L.A., they see somebody like, hey, I read this book. Interesting. Go ahead, read it if you want. That was the intent of my book. So my book is very direct. I'm known for being direct, transparent, and simple and to the point. And that's what my book is all about, based on real-life examples. So I used real-life examples. So that was my favorite part. And then my now second favorite part is working with the publisher and actually realizing, oh, my God, I'm going to have something tangible that when I have keynote speaking, I can walk, you know, deliver Ugh. a box ahead of time. That will be so exciting. Most, that's what I have always wanted. And that was the, the picture I had kept in my head when I got frustrated. Because even with all the frameworks I developed for myself to write the book, I got frustrated. I got frustrated that I was like, this is not worth it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Even though I had already paid for the money, I'm like, I'm done. But right. no, it's it's um that final thing of getting that box that will be very exciting for me. And oh, I that, think I get it in a yeah, I get it in April or May, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, super exciting! Well, and just to clarify for those listening, um, the Elizabeth wrote her book with the Author Incubator, and we published her ebook, and then she now um, through our publishing partner Morgan James is going to get her mm-hmm. print book in bookstores and in her hands. It sounds like October of 2017. You said. Yeah, I am targeting October 3rd, which is a Tuesday, to launch it in the tattered cover bookstore in downtown Denver, Colorado, which is like a very old bookstore, very well known here, and I want to have a formal launch that night. Oh, that sounds fabulous. So anyone in or around Denver or visiting Denver, go to the Tattered Cover on October 3rd, 2017. You already have plans. (laughs) So you can meet Elizabeth and see the glowing face uh, of her and her book. Exactly, exactly. And before that, I mean, I'll get it uh, with uh, boxes, so I'll have some boxes that I can go and do. Because I have a couple speaking engagements coming up Good. 
in 2017 that I'll be able to use the book and give out the book or sell the book. So what, what, what was different about writing or publishing a book than you expected? What's different is how people look at you and how your clients view you. Like I still have the same clients as before, but now I'm an author. So they think like I know more. I think it's hysterical. (laughs) So for instance, this, this week I just landed back in Denver yesterday. I was in Miami, Florida with, with a client in the education field and they had to introduce me to a couple of their vendors. And their introduction, they added, and they have introduced me before, but this time they added that I was their, their, you know, their consultant, their strategic consultant, and I was an accomplished um, author that I wrote a book about getting everything and figuring out how to negotiate for everything. And I just stood there, and I did not expect for them to say that. And I was like, now that's interesting. Yeah. That that is what has surprised me. I mean, this client I've worked with them for like the past two and a half years, and all of a sudden they view me a little bit different. So that's, that's nice interesting. And then the other one is people also view you differently, like in social media and everything. That now I'm starting to get people interested in me being a speaker. So ah. I'm a strategist right now that I work with different clients, but my goal is that I want to do more, like maybe 60% more speaking, national speaking. And now because I wrote a book, people are starting to, oh, let me talk to you. What is it exactly that you do? Even mm. though they have known me before, they have heard from me before and everything. So I, all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know, I became a doctor from Harvard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In 16 weeks is a lot less time than it takes to get your medical degree. I, I'm just exactly. offering that up for everyone. <laughs> exactly. So that that's what I've noticed, the difference, that all of a sudden now I am credible. I have this level of credibility that I did not have before. Even though I think I had it, but now all of a sudden it got you know, it got extrapolated. It got really, you know, increased. Like it, it, it got solidified. It solidified that I am. It's solidified, yes, right? It's, it's now out there for everyone to consume instead of you having to basically hustle your, your expertise. Exactly, exactly. That's what it is. So I, everybody that's listening. I recommend for them to just do it. Uh, You're going to be miserable through the 16 (laughs) weeks. I am not going to lie to you. I mean, some people, some of the people that uh, launch with me, they actually enjoyed the 16 weeks. I I thought they were masochists. I was like, really, seriously, I didn't. But but I'm glad you did. But it, it is what I liked what the author incubator provided is that they provided the platform And I did not have to think beyond there. Like I knew I was going to take taken care of. I knew the book was going to get launched. I knew they were going to put me in front of a publisher that I could choose. I mean, I could have gone with the author incubator. I could have gone with Morgan James. I went with Morgan James just because of uh, some personal reasons of why I wanted to, what I wanted to do with my book. So I mean, I knew that they and, and everything has fallen in peace. Like Morgan James contact me. Now let's set up this. Now they just send me something this week. Okay, you need to review all this plan because you need to start doing this in January. So you know what I mean it's like there Excellent. is a 
team. That's what I would tell everybody that's listening to you. There is a team that will take care of you because that team wants to make sure you succeed. Because if you don't succeed, that's not going to be viewed well on that team. Right. So what advice would you give specifically to someone who is listening right now and thinking to themselves, I have no desire to be miserable, but I have the desire to have a book at the end of the day. What kind of advice can you give to them? I would say, like, now I'm going to sound like my mother, but (laughs) the things, I know, the things that you want don't come easy. I mean, you have to work for what you want. And the good news about doing this with the author incubator is that, yes, you're going to work very hard. You are going to feel the pain. You're really going to feel it. (laughs) But at the end, there's a guarantee of a beautiful product for you. I mean, as a woman that has had the opportunity of being a mother, it's like childbirth. It's like um, pregnancy. I did not enjoy my pregnancies. I mean, come on, seriously? But having that reward, yeah, having that reward at the end, and, you know, now my, my daughter is 16 years old and seeing what she's doing, that's how I view my book. That it's like, wow, this is what I always wanted to do, and now I got it. I got to do it. I love that. I love that. Elizabeth, it has been such a pleasure speaking to you, and I want our listeners to be able to find you and get in touch with you and make plans to attend your um, book release party in October. So where can they find you? They can find me first on my website, which is my name, ElizabethSuarez.com, or they can go on social media. Uh, they can um, follow me on Twitter. My my thing is Elizabeth Suarez on Twitter, as well as on Facebook. I have an Elizabeth Suarez fan page there, and also on Instagram, um, author uh, Elizabeth. So um, oh. there is all those ways that they can follow me. Plenty of and ways to find my, you. <laughs> yeah, that so that they can learn how to negotiate the art of getting everything. Exactly. And the easiest way is just go to my website, ElizabethSuarez.com, and from there you can go directly to my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page and just follow Perfect. Perfect. So if you're looking to hire speakers, if you're looking to find out um, how to get everything in your life, um, if you're looking for a fun party on October 3rd, 2017, go to ElizabethSuarez.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Have a great holiday season, and happy holidays to everybody that's listening as well. Wonderful. You have a great holiday, too. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.